Hey, teacher friends, this is your host, Carrie Rickman from Create Your Balance with Literacy. I'm a 23-year veteran teacher turned coach, mentor, and trainer to help teachers like you develop their craft and teaching cross-curricular. I cannot wait to share all of my tips and tricks with you today. Are you ready to take your classroom to the next level? Because you don't have to be a veteran teacher to be loved by your students and your parents. So, teachers, today we're going to talk about first grade read alouds for winter. I just love reading winter mentor text to my kids during the month of January. So I'm going to share with you my most favorite read alouds. And I always use these with a purpose in mind, with a specific object, objective, task, and activity in mind. So remember, it's always important to know what purpose you want to achieve with each read aloud. And if you're like me, I love reading a mentor text for Reader's Workshop, Writer's Workshop, Math Workshop, Science, and Social Studies. The more that we can expose our students to different genres, authors, and academic vocabulary, the better the readers and writers they will be. So I did a little research and I dug deep into proven results, why reading mentor text is important. So number one is, of course, language development. So exposure to mentor text helps children develop their language skills. They are exposed to a rich vocabulary, sentence structures, and various linguistic elements that contribute to language acquisition. Number two is cognitive development. Reading mentor text enhances cognitive development by stimulating a child's thinking processes. It encourages critical thinking, problem solving, and comprehension skills. As children engage with the content and make connections. So important. Number three is literacy skills. Reading mentor texts serve as models for good writing and storytelling. Children learn about the structure of stories that use the descriptive language and the elements of plot, setting, and characters. This foundation contributes to the development of their literacy skills. Number four is imagination and creativity. Exposure to diverse mentor texts fuels a child's imagination and creativity, and it introduces them to different genres, styles, and perspectives, expanding their understanding of the world and encouraging creative thinking. Number five is social and emotional development. Mentor texts often feature characters facing various challenges and emotions. Reading about these experiences helps children understand and navigate their feelings, fostering social and emotional development. Number six is building a love of reading. Reading mentor texts from an early age cultivates a love for reading. When children are exposed to enjoyable and engaging stories, they are more likely to develop a positive attitude towards reading, setting the foundation for a lifelong love of literature. Number seven is cultural awareness. Mentor texts often reflect diverse cultures, traditions, and perspectives. Reading these texts exposes children to a variety of experiences, fostering cultural awareness, empathy, and an understanding of diversity. Number eight is parent and child bonding. So important. Reading mentor texts together creates opportunities for positive parent and child interactions. Shared reading experiences strengthen the bond between caregivers and children and promote a positive attitude towards learning. And finally, number nine, preparing for academic success. Early exposure to mentor text is linked to academic success. Children who are exposed to a rich literary environment tend to perform better in language arts, reading and writing tasks as they progress throughout their academic journey. Wow, that is so important. So you ask, what are my favorite read-alouds for winter? So I'm going to give you eight different uh, favorite read-alouds that I love for winter. My first one is Cities of the Snowman by Maureen Wright. 
The second is The Mitten by Jan Brett. My third is The Three Snow Bears by Jan Brett. The fourth is The Snowy Day by Ezra Jack Keats. Number five is Annie and the Wild Animals by Jan Brett. Number six is Snowflake Bentley by Jacqueline Briggs Martin. Number seven is Tacky the Penguin by Helen Lester. And finally, number eight is Snowman at Night by Carolyn Buchner. So I'm going to go through each of these read-alouds, and I'm going to share, share with you the purpose, the objective, and the task that I tend to do with each read-alouds because, that again, you want to be purposeful with your mentor text. So number one is Sneezy the Snowman. I use Sneezy for procedural writing. I love reading Sneezy. This is one of my favorite books because it's so hilarious, and my first graders love it. Every time that he says, make me brand new, I have my class chant it with me. They laugh and giggle throughout the whole story. And if you're not familiar with Sneezy, he's a snowman who hates the cold. He tries all different kinds of things to help him stay warm, but then he keeps melting. Finally, at the end, he eats some ice cream and wears a hat and a scarf, and he's just right. So my objective for this story would be we can discuss and write a procedural story using first, then, next, and last. I like to have my students write about how to build a snowman using procedural writing. I also like for my students to write a Sneezy adventure story where they rewrite the story and have Sneezy go on a different adventure to stay warm. Look in the show notes for my Sneezy the Snowman resource. Number two is the mitten. I use the mitten for retelling and sequencing. The mitten is probably the most popular Jan Brett book of all time, and it's perfect for sequencing and retelling the order of how the animals crawled into the mitten. So if you're not familiar with this story, it's about Nicky and his snow white mittens that his baba makes for him. He loses one in the snow, and then all of these forest animals crawl into the mitten to get warm. For this book, my objective would be, we can discuss and order sequencing cards by retelling the story. I use sequencing cards to help my students put the animals in order on my pocket chart, and then we make a craftivity to hang up in the hallway. My students write about who went first, second, third, and so on. Check the show notes to see my mitten resource. Number three, the snow bears. The three snow bears using traditional literature comparison. The three snow bears is such an excellent book to compare Goldilocks and the three bears. If you're not familiar with this story, it's about Aluki. Like Goldilocks, she ventures into the three bears igloo to find warmth and good a good place to sleep from the cold. It's so fun to compare how the two stories are alike and different. And talk about the traditional story elements for fairy tales or folk tales. For this story, my objective would be we can discuss and write story elements about traditional literature. You can have your students make a polar bear writing craftivity where they can write about the story elements or write about how the two stories, Goldilocks and the three snow bears, are alike and different. Check the show notes to see my resource about the three snow bears. Number four is The Snowy Day by Ezra Jack Keats, using sequence of events. The snowy day is also perfect for sequence of events. I use these sequencing cards on my pocket chart to have my students put them in order. So if you're not familiar with this story, it's about a boy named Peter who wakes up and sees that it's snowing outside. He adventures out in the snow to make tracks and makes a snow angel. For this story, your objective could be, we can discuss and write the order of events from the story. Your students could also write a story about Peter's adventure out in the snow and write some new places that he could go. I love asking my students, if you were the author, how would you change the story? And see what they would come up with. 
check the show notes to see my resource about the snowy day. Number five, Annie and the Wild Animals by Jan Brett, using characterization. Annie and the Wild Animals is perfect for teaching characterization. So if you're not familiar with this story, Annie cannot find her cat Taffy and worries that she won't have any more fluffy friends. She makes corn cakes to set out in the snow in hopes that wild forest animals will come and eat her cakes. Well, they do. But she decides they are too big and too mean to be her pets. So finally, she decides to stop feeding them. Finally, at the end, Taffy returns with a pleasant surprise for Annie. It's great to discuss how Annie's feelings have changed from beginning to end and what events have made her feelings change in the story. For this story, your objective could be we can discuss and write about how the character changes from beginning to end. You can have your students write about Annie's feelings and make a writing craftivity with the cat Taffy. Check the show notes to see my resource about Annie and the wild animals. Number six, Snowflake Bentley, teaching biography with nonfiction text features. I love using Snowflake Bentley for teaching biography and nonfiction text. Even though the pictures are cartoon drawn characters, you can still show your students that a biography can have illustrated pictures, but still tell facts about the person or event. If you're not familiar with Snowflake Bentley, Wilson Bentley was a scientist who lived in Vermont and wanted to take pictures of snowflakes. He discovered that no two snowflakes are alike and wanted to show the world his discovery. And after many failed attempts and lessons learned, he finally published his picture book of his great snowflake pictures. It's such a great lesson to learn about not giving up and persevering even though you fail many times. For this story, your objective can be, we can use academic vocabulary to write a biography. You can have your students use the academic vocabulary cards that's in my resource on your pocket chart to write a biography about Wilson Bentley. This is such a great story. If you haven't read it, you really, really need to. Check the show notes for my resource about Snowflake Bentley. Number seven is Tacky the Penguin by Helen Lester. I use this for author's purpose. Tacky is perfect for our teaching author's purpose because it's definitely entertaining. We discuss the three types of author's purpose, persuade, inform, or entertain. So if you're not familiar with Tacky, he's an odd bird who doesn't fit in and all of the other penguins on his ice block are neat and tidy and very proper, but not Tacky. And then hunters come and want to hunt the penguins and Tacky saves the day. Along the way, he falls down, he embarrasses himself, but he keeps being true to who he is and discovers that it's okay to be who you are. For Tacky, your objective can be we can compare and write about two different stories by the same author. So if you're not familiar with Tacky, there's a lot of different series stories for this book. Helen Lester has written about three or four different Tacky books. So it's very easy to compare two different Tacky books and have your students fill out a Venn diagram, or you can have them also write the sequence of events for Tacky. Check the show notes to see my Tacky resource. And finally, number eight is Snowman at Night. I love this story. You can use this with descriptive words. So Snowman at Night is such a magical story that your students can imagine what snowmen can do at night when no one is watching. So if you're not familiar with this book, the author shows what snowmen might do at night, such as dancing, sledding, and having a big party. For this story, your objective could be we can sort and write adjectives that describe a snowman. 
You can have your students write their own creative story about what they think snowman can do at night or write adjectives that describe a snowman. You can give your students these adjective cards that are in my resource. Have them sort them by size, shape, color, and feeling. But don't tell your students what these words are about. Let them try and guess and use their context clues and inferencing clues. As your students are writing the words on their template, they are going to try to guess what this makes. They can write adjectives and sort them on your pocket chart. And as they're doing that, they can write them on their template. At the end, you can ask your students, what do these words describe? And see if they can come up with a snowman. It's really hilarious to see their answers. And finally, somebody always says, oh, it's a snowman. So click in the show notes to see my resource about snowman at night. So I hope you got some great ideas for some fabulous winter read-alouds that you can expose your students to. And remember to read as often as you can so your students can hear your intonation, your fluency, and your expression. This will certainly pave the way for them to become excellent readers, writers, and creative thinkers. Reading mentor text to young children is a multifaceted approach that contributes to their holistic development including language skills, cognitive abilities, emotional intelligence, and a lifelong appreciation for literature. What do you have to lose? If you're interested in reading about how I organize my mentor text and which books I use for readers and writers workshop, check the show notes for my link to my blog post. Until next time, let's take your classroom to the next level. Bye-bye. Are you ready to take back your weekends? Have you been staying at school too late every day prepping and planning for the next day? What if I told you all of your lesson plans, resources, anchor charts, and creativities were already made for you and all you had to do was print them out? Guess what? I've got your back. How about a lifetime membership subscription that includes all of my first grade lesson plans, unlimited access to my TPT resources, my podcast episodes, my blog posts, my YouTube videos, my courses, and coaching calls with me for support. Click the link down below in the show notes and check out my two choices of membership. Let's take your classroom to the next level.